Hey guys, and welcome to the Better Than Zero podcast, where we get together each day to take whatever step we can in our apprenticeship to Jesus. Each day I'd like to begin by reading a passage of scripture from the Bible, and then expounding on a different aspect of our Christian apprenticeship. Today, I'd like to read Psalm 51, talk about confession. Let's get started. Psalm 51 For the director of music, a psalm of David, when the prophet Nathan came to him after David had committed adultery with Bathsheba. Verse 1 Have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned, and done what is evil in your sight, so that you are proved right when you speak, and justified when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Surely you desire truth in the inner parts, you teach me wisdom in the inmost place. Cleanse me with hyssop, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquity. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will turn back to you. Save me from blood guilt, O God. The God who saves me and my tongue will sing of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. You do not delight in sacrifice, or I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. O God, you will not despise. In your good pleasure, make Zion prosper. Build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then there will be righteous sacrifices, whole burnt offerings to delight you. Then bowls will be offered on your altar. Psalm 51 is a song of confession. It says that David wrote this psalm soon after he was confronted by the prophet Nathan for his sin of adultery, of cowardice, and ultimately murder. He desired another man's wife, slept with her, committed adultery with her, and tried to cover it up with lies and cowardice, sent the man away to war where he ultimately was killed because of the actions of David. This is a dark, disgusting, evil blot on the life of David. And David knows that. He knows that there's no amount of money he can pay. There's no amount of sacrifices he can make. There's no amount of work that he can do that will make this right. The only thing he can even try to do is come before God broken recognizing his sin 
and humbling himself before God. Though it would be easy to dismiss David's example of sin as an extreme example, that's not the case. Whether we're murderers and adulterers, or we're liars and gluttons, sin damages, destroys, and kills. And the only thing that restores that brokenness is a broken and contrite heart before God. I bring this up again because we've been talking about vulnerability before God, laying everything bare before God, letting him see, letting him know, letting him enter in and speak into the deepest parts of our life, including the sinful, shameful, awful things that we'd rather forget. The reality is God already knows about those things, but the act of recognizing those things, bringing them before God, brokenhearted, saying, these are my deepest regrets. This is how I have sinned against you. This is how I've sinned against other people. These are the problem. Please take them away. And if we have that important, intimate conversation with God, the Bible promises that if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just and he will purify us from all unrighteousness. Something that's been helpful in my learning and understanding about my faith is when people write stories. There's many people who have written stories that use allegory or parallels or whatever to try to explain Christianity. And my favorite example of this is the Narnia series by C.S. Lewis. And he tells a story of a young boy named Eustace, who was just so spoiled and awful and evil that the inside of his, uh, the inside of his heart began to show through and it became the outside of his body. He was so dragonish is what they say. He was so awful and mean and rude that he became a dragon on the outside. So I'd like to read a short excerpt of this story of Eustace the dragon, Aslan the lion, and how Eustace became a boy again. C.S. Lewis writes, But just as I was going to put my feet into the water, I looked down, and I saw that they were all hard and rough and wrinkled and scaly, just as they had been before. Oh, that's right, said I. It only means I had another smaller suit on underneath the first one, and I'll have to get out of it too. So I scratched, and I tore again, and this underskin peeled off beautifully, and out I stepped and left it lying beside the other one, and down to the well I went for my bath. Well, exactly the same thing happened again, And I thought to myself, oh dear, how ever many skins have I got to take off? For I have been longing to clean my feet. So I scratched away for the third time and got off a third skin, just like the two others, and I stepped out of it. But 
as soon as I looked at myself in the water, I knew it had been no good. Then the lion, Aslan, said, You will have to let me undress you. I was afraid of his claws, I can tell you, but I was pretty desperate now. So I just laid flat on my back and let him do it. The first tear he made was so deep that I had I thought it had gone straight into my heart. And when he began pulling the skin off, it hurt worse than anything I've ever felt. The only thing that made me able to bear it was just the pleasure of feeling the stuff peel off. He peeled the beastly stuff right off, just as I thought I'd done myself the other three times, only they hadn't hurt. And there it was, lying on the grass, only ever so much thicker and darker and more knobbly looking than the others had been. And there was I, as smooth and soft as a peeled switch and smaller than I had been. Then he caught hold of me. I didn't like that very much because I was very tender underneath now that I had no skin on, and he threw me into the water. It smarted like anything, but only for a moment. After that, it became perfectly delicious. And as soon as I started swimming and splashing, I found that all the pain had gone from my arm. And then I saw why. I turned into a boy again. <laughs>